And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 125. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 15 through 17 of Lee Bardugo's Ninth House. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our lovely, wonderful author that we love so much, Lee Bardugo. Moisavieni casters. <laughs> Hello. We have a live one. We do. Woo. Well, before we get to the live one, we've got some listener cities. Um, okay. Uh, first, we want to say hello and thank you to Adelaide, Australia. Thank you so much. Thanks. And next, we're going to Talca, Chile. Woo. Woo. That's fun. Well, we have a little guest. We don't know how long she's going to stay, but little Lucy is with us. Yes. Yep. She um just jumped up on in my lap. And she wanted to be a part of the show. She did. And then when I started talking, it, uh, she course. was like, uh, oh, what, what? Yep. But I think I've got her calm now. Now she's just kind of just, who knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's, she's hanging. She's plotting. Yeah, she is. We'll see how long she actually stays here. But I love having her on the show. You know, yeah. It's cute. I've always wanted her. We had Sam, didn't we, for a very short period of time. Very short, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's bring your pet to work day. <laughs> bring my daughter to work day. There you go. So uh, um, real quickly, before we go any further, we have a really kind of cool background that I want to talk about just because it's really neat. I know you can't see all of it. However, people that are on YouTube, you can. And I will make sure to actually post this on our um, Instagram because it's a really neat photo of the Secret Society buildings of New Haven. And it was drawn by a lady named Miss Alice Hughes, Don, Don Levy, from, and she was... I'm alive in 1846 to 1929. But um, anyways, there's four buildings. I know you can't really see all of them. However, two of them happen to be Skull and Bones. And then we also have, what's the other one? I'm sorry. Oh, Scroll and Key. Yes. And this isn't really working out because, I mean, I'm looking at it and you can't really see. Yeah. Well, the left one. Yeah. My left, right? Is that right? Left, right, up here, <laughs> the one closest to you. This one, I think, is skull and bones. <laughs> I think, um, and then I think the one down here, possibly, is scroll and key. Uh. Yeah. However, make sure to check that out on Instagram. Yeah, I felt I like. I think it's funny that anytime we're like experimenting with like green screen backgrounds, I happen to wear. The green, so like I get the green stripe. <gasps> yeah, you do. Yeah, it's so it's, like as I move around, I have like the picture on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. You are magic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm part of the background. We are so magical up here, up on Grisha Cast, up on up here, up on here, yeah, yeah. Anyways, 
these photos are really this photo's neat. Um I found it when I was looking up a couple different ones and they've I found a lot of really cool like imagery for um I think it was skull and bones that I was looking up and I'll post more of it, but they actually had that image that I showed you of like I guess they call it the delegation, but their class of yeah. like in like eighteen something. And what was really neat is there's also this picture of they had a pin that was like this little key. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I said skull and bone. So that would have been scroll and key. (laughs) Sorry, peeps. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it would be scroll and key. But anyway, neat stuff. That's like I still find that fascinating about this novel that this is all stuff that's here. Yeah. So there's so many like something and some things, though, that I get all confused Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, this image itself, like, I mean, it's it's got the skull and bones and scroll and key, but then it also has two other like they're labeled as secret societies, but their name is um, Psi Epsilon, the Beta Chapter, and then also there is Delta Kappa Epsilon, the Phi Chapter. It sounds like frats. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, I don't know. I mean, like, if you're going to be a secret society, you might as well come up with a cool name. Yeah. Don't be just like, you know. But, hey, to each their own. Mm-hmm. So, how you doing? And, and what do we know? Well, anyway. yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> I haven't not, been in a frat. We're not the authority on secret societies or frats. Definitely not. However, Lee is, and I wish she could talk about it, but I do think it's fascinating that she can say that she's been, she is a member of a secret society, but that's all she's allowed to say. Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating to me. I think it's Well, you could probably be in one. <sighs> do you think so? Yeah, I'm sure you could find one and get into it. Well, I'm I wonder what they like what they make you do. I'm not like I mean cuz I mean like I think automatically of the stuff that they, like, I don't know, frat stuff that, like, they make you do. Oh, the like, hazing? Yeah. I ain't doing any of that. No. I mean, I'd be all down for some, like, magical witchy stuff. Yeah. I could do it. I could be a, I don't know, cute little gay boy. <laughs> Is that right? I mean, that you do that anyway. Exactly. Doesn't that get me in? <laughs> Everybody wants a GBF. Yeah, but not everybody can have one. Sorry. We aren't out for just the grabbing and taking. Because <laughs> believe me, I, I, that is one thing. I think I've gotten better. But, I mean, when I was younger, there were people that just girls that would attach yeah. to you for that specific mm-hmm. reason. And I'm just letting y'all girls know, if you're out there listening, I clocked you the minute it happened. <laughs> and... The reason we weren't friends is because of that. <laughs> Sorry. You can't, can't use people for their gayness. No. <laughs> I'm not just, I feel so used. <laughs> so valid. No. What's the word I'm looking for? Violating? Yes. Violating. I almost said validating, and I was like, that is the opposite of what I'm trying to. I thought you almost said valvoline. It's been, it's been a long week. I'm tired. 
It, it's been a long week of tired. I'm tired. Oh, I thought you were like, it's been a long week of tired. I mean that too. It is. It has. Truth. <laughs> That's accurate as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it has been a long week of tired. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really good sentence. Uh, yes, I like that sentence, actually. Yeah. So, um, how has your long week of tired been? <laughs> um, it's tiring. <laughs> uh, um, surprise. I, so for the past, like, three years, I've been working alone or at home. I haven't been working with other people. And so now I'm thrust into this environment where it's like, it's a really cute space, like super cute space. Mm-hmm. It is. Seen the pictures. It's like a an old Victorian home that was redone and it was redone really well, but there's like four desks in each room and everything's open. There's no doors. So there's always somebody there. Like it's loud. not it's not full of people because a lot of them are remote traveling, whatever else. But there's always people there. Gotcha. And that's been kind of mentally exhausting for me. You're not used to that. No. Mm. So it's you know, everyone wants to talk and yep. good morning. Yes. Mm. Let's you know, good morning. Let's talk about the weather. Let's talk about something my boyfriend told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just... Mm. It takes a minute to get used to. I understand completely. It's kind of like... um, It's just... it's The only thing I could relate it to is it's kind of like a shell shock feeling just go from going to working alone to all of a sudden going and working in an office with people. It definitely is a huge change. Um. Just because, like, I mean, like, it's it's crazy to all of a sudden have all... It's great. It can be very helpful, but it also can be kind of a little hard to get used to as well. People get in your business, I think, sometimes. I mean, I I think this group is going to be good about not doing that just because of the nature or whatever. But there's so many meetings. Like, the, the nature of the work is, like, constantly collaborating and communicating with outside sources. So there's always Zoom meetings going on. Mm. So <laughs> sometimes you have to have a Zoom meeting at your desk while the person on the next desk is also having a Zoom meeting. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what to do about that sometimes. <laughs> um. So I don't know. It's hard. I... I completely relate just because, like, I have my office is one big office, and there's like how many people are in that? In like, because there's like two separate small offices, but those only have like three people in them, and the rest, I think, so there's like 10 of us all in one like room, and it can get really loud. And especially Lucy, obviously, um, hi, girl, <laughs> she wants to talk about it. So, okay. Well, there you go. Just get a little... Is this comfortable? I think that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to get comfortable. Okay, there we go. I just need to make sure everybody can hear me, girl. Okay, so, um, can you hear me, Terry? Yes. (laughs) Oh, she's... Okay. Um, so, this is... (laughs) Okay. 
All right. You know, I did agree to this because I thought it would be fun. Well, she was being so, like, good and still. She'll get back there. Before all of this. She just, she has to move. So, anyways, I, um... I do remember what I was actually saying, Ooh. and um, it happens all the time because I work a window, so I have, like, the public comes to my window all the time and asks questions, and I have to help them. However, the people behind me don't have windows, so they can all, like, start talking so loud that it can be really hard to hear, mm-hmm. and especially since it's COVID days, now there's, like, this huge screen protector thing up, and I've... I feel like I ask my customers all the time, like, what's your birthday again? Again? <laughs> and again? And sometimes people get pissed. Like, some old old men just get really mad at it. And, the, and then some people just come up to the window and like, hi, my name is... I'm mm-hmm. like, I have no clue what you just said. But anyways, the music actually is something that is do they play music in your office? No, everyone has headphones. Thankfully. Oh my god. You are so lucky. I'm just saying. I don't know if anybody could like agree on like what you would even play. Well, yeah. Um they just play pretty much what some of the people that have been there for a long time like to listen to. So, I get a good mix of like country and okay lucy left which might make it easy do not go over to terry no okay so anyways (laughs) all good yes it is all good um our visitor has left bye girl it was wonderful having you (laughs) thanks Thanks for come back again exactly it was fantastic well hey and now i get to show off my little (laughs) i i've got my i was trying to get comfortable um, so I've got my My Little Pony. It's not really an Afghan, but it's a little blanket. It's a blankie. Um, it's um, so it's a mix. I guess it's got to be like some kind of Pandora or something of boy bands. Okay. Country, mm-hmm. not old country, like newer country. And there's always this um, random. I think they do play, like, Christian rock every once in a while. I hear a song every once in a while. But what cracks me up is very randomly, all of a sudden, this, like, gangster rap song comes on out of nowhere that is totally inappropriate. (laughs) And it makes me giggle so much because I don't tell anybody and, like, I'll recognize the song and, like, I know what's coming (laughs) and I don't say anything. It is pure joy. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's there's been some fantastic moments where me and my friend Carmita both know in the song we recognize the music and we both just look at each other and it's so funny. So, but yeah, music in the office is hard. Yeah. Um, because yeah, you've got people from so many different backgrounds and cultures that there's no way you can just choose one yeah. genre. And it repeats. I, my God, I have all the boy band songs memorized again. <laughs> I've even got like what plays on a loop a lot is this Backstreet Boys um, like mashup. Yeah. Mashup? There's a, ma- like, I mean, it's just like all, like, it's like a. 
like a medley? Uh, medley. Oh, that, that's yeah. what it is. Medley of like some of their hits, and it's just like, oh my god. The only medley that I really like is the Britney Spears one. <laughs> so, just saying. <laughs> oh, you should request that. I should. I have actually tried to take over um, sometimes, but it has quickly gone downhill because and, I. And then the second like Britney comes on, then like you just instantly like turn. It's the only time that I actually dance and have fun to music. And everybody knows that if, the, if all of a sudden Britney comes on, then like, I mean, yeah, I'm there jamming out. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to play like RuPaul and things like that. And they just don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. It's okay. They pretend. Yeah. They pretend? Yeah. Um, they pretend to know who RuPaul is. And I say that because um, I was talking to someone who said, uh, like, oh, I watched that show you like. And <laughs> I was like, oh. That cute little show. Yeah. And um, I'm just saying they did not describe RuPaul. Um, RuPaul did not, is is not who they described. And they also think RuPaul was actually a, a woman. Oh. Yeah. All right. She is fabulous and beautiful, but she's not a short, um, blonde, white girl. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. So. No. Oh, I wanted to ask you. So did, I bet you haven't tried it, but did you, last week we talked about the new show that came out Mm -hmm. um, that was on Netflix at um, the Sandman. Did you get a chance to look at it or no? I've attempted it. Okay. Is it not your thing? The I had a hard time with the first episode. I don't know what it is. Okay. But I it was I don't know. I had a hard time latching onto it. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's the next episode where there's a baby dragon and this like CGI yeah. like didn't look great and I was like <sighs> And I have a really hard time with that anyway. You I know understand. that. Yep. Um so it's like, and then it's Cain and Abel and yeah, I, that's it's not really my gig. I do love all of the, um, all of the uh, representation yes. in it. I'm very glad that it's not just like whitewashed, like a lot of those types of things can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the name of the character. But it's kind of like, I think it's like his assistant when he goes back. Oh, the um, librarian. Was, like, they're fantastic. Yes. Like, I love them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, that's my favorite character. But I think I'm only on, like, the very beginning of episode three, maybe, I think. Because I just, I'm having a hard time with it. It's okay. And everybody seems to love it. And then every once in a while, I catch somebody saying, I just couldn't it's, get into it. So I will admit that, I mean, it was it was different than what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. However, I the first episode for me, I absolutely fell in love with because the CGI in the first episode I thought was fantastic and the graphics and the like, and I love him, like Morpheus, the, the main character. I think that he's just really cool. And he's cute. Um, do you not think so? No. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> I think he looks like a a teenage boy who hasn't eaten in like six months. Well, he looks a lot better than what they drew him as in the actual graphic novel. <laughs> but um, 
It is a very, it's a different story. Um, and I, so I actually, I understand after watching it, um, I did enjoy it, but I do see how it's, it's definitely not going to be for everybody. Um, I think Neil Gaiman's like, he writes some incredible stories, but I think whenever like the shows come out, I've loved all of them, but for some reason, when they go onto the screen, it's just not for everybody. I was reading that Neil fans say that like the show is very much like the book, yeah. and they they have really followed along. And I I saw one of the um, scenes that's later on that I haven't gotten to yet, but I saw the clip of it. I don't. Uh... I want to like it. It's I okay. want to you like don't. it. And I'm I'm going to continue continue to try because I like the aesthetic of it. Yeah. And I like the idea of it. I just it doesn't draw me in because it's me. And so there's like pieces of it that take me out of it. So I'm not like immersed into it. So I have turned it on for like the aesthetic of it cuz it's dark and I get it. I actually, like, I mean, I wish it was just completely dark. If it was all dark, I would really love it a lot more. But they've there's humor in it, and that's what kind of takes me out sometimes. And I understand what you're talking about, like, the bad CGI um, with that, like, with the little, I think he's a gargoyle or something. But, um, yeah. The... Baby, it's a baby gargoyle. gargoyle. Yeah, it's this weird thing. But that I used to not ever be able to watch anything because of bad CGI. Um, the show that you wanted me to watch for so long, I couldn't watch because of it. Um, oh my gosh, it is. Um, it's fantasy, but it's about King Arthur, I think. Merlin. Merlin. Yes, I tried Merlin, and then in one of the first episodes, there's this horribly the CGI is so bad that yes. it's good. The CGI was so bad I couldn't do it. I couldn't get past the dragon. I, I was... love Merlin. <laughs> See, that's the weird, like... But I, I think because Merlin wasn't taken as seriously as Sandman is trying to be taken. Well, they're... So I think that's the, the difference. So is it the, Like, Merlin was a lot of, like, humor and a lot of, like, modernization and a lot right. of, like, eh. So I think that's the difference. Yeah. Is that Sandman is like, it's trying to be serious. So it gets to be serious and then you start to kind of like lean into it and then it's like, oh. But again, that's just me. Like a lot, most of the people like it. Most people that I know like it. Well, his stuff is, it's, I think the majority of his stuff actually is dark, but also has humor in it. And that's a really weird combination sometimes, especially hard to like pull off. There's... One show, there was one book. I, God, I can't remember. It was, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. It was about, it was on Amazon and it was Good Omens or Bad Omens, something like that. And that book cracked me up. The show did horribly, but like, I thought it was great. But, um, there's, um, however, there are some other really cool shows I think that are about to come out that we like. I mean, did you ever try Lock and Key? No. So, I don't know whether you're like that or not because it's not really dark, but um, it's a fantasy. It's based off of another graphic novel that I had never read. But the shows 
I liked it. Chris liked it. But the show that I'm really excited about that I think comes out tomorrow is um, the fairy show that's on Netflix, the Winx something. Did you ever? What? Some kind of academy. Oh, my gosh. I have to figure it out now. Um, you, pre- Yeah, because I'm obsessed with, yep. obviously, fairies. I, yep. So I, I wonder if you – I don't think there's any way that I haven't discussed this with you. <laughs> like, how is that possible? I don't think it can be. Um, anyways, are you – are you watching any shows that you're enjoying right now or you don't really have any time? <laughs> I watch the most random things. So I've been watching American Horror Story, huh. the latest. Which one is that? The This one is American Horror Stories like it's like stories. It's not like a season. I can't remember what they call it, but it um Is it by the same Yeah, it's a it's American Horror Stories. It's in that same genre yeah okay but it's uh i don't i don't know what the series is supposed to be other than it's just like stories so every every week is different um interesting and they're not ever scary like it cracks me up that it's called american horror (laughs) story but i agree they're not scary the scariest part about it is the intro I freaking love the intro, but because it's a different story each week, the intro is different every week. So that's been really cool. But the last one I watched was uh, the baby episode. And those of you that are watching it will know what I'm saying. That, I think, is the best story that's been this season. Um, Interesting. But Rachel, she <laughs> she's like, you'll never guess what I'm watching. I found a show. <laughs> That's like American Horror Story Coven. And I was like, oh, girl, you are just not getting to that. That's the best that is one. That's the best. That is my all time favorite. Yes. Of all of them. It is, oh, so good. That was so good. Ugh, the, the actress that, um, she's only in a couple seasons too. What's her name? Jessica Lang. Uh huh. Oh my God. She is just incredible. And I love her so much. And uh, I wish she was in more of it, but she stopped. Um, I can't find this show. <laughs> I, I thought it was coming out. It's, my gosh, I bet some of our listeners have to know what I'm talking about. It was like the first show that, like, I mean, actually was, it was about an academy that was for fairies. And they're like. They, I don't know. I wish I knew the name of it, God. And they call Wink something. Um, I'm going to see if something. Ooh, there it is. Fate, the Winx saga. Oh. Well, now I know that, but you haven't watched it. No. <laughs> or heard of it. Uh-uh. But um, I'm still waiting for freaking Carnival Row to come back. Oh, my gosh. That's been so long ago. I love that show so much. But speaking of adaptations, um, did you see Persuasion on Netflix? No. I'm that not. has caused such a controversy. So what is the controversy? It's a Jane Eyre. Like, Persuasion is Jane Eyre. So it's Jane a Austen, sorry. Jane okay, Austen. Okay. Um, but they – so they did it in the Regency era – but they updated the language. 
So she doesn't speak like a Jane Austen novel. She speaks like a modern person where she's like, she's like, now we're worse than friends. We're exes. What? And everybody lost their mind. Mm. I liked it. And like, there are so many adaptations and so many versions of Jane Austen books. So like, what's the problem? Like, get over it. True. It didn't take anything away from me. Um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful movie. I was going to say, it was like, I think it's a movie. I, yeah. Yeah. The, I can't remember her name. The main actress in it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, but like the costumes are great. The scenery is great. It's, it was really well done, but everybody's all up in arms because she didn't talk like Jane Eyre oh, or well. talk like Jane Austen. But at this point, like it's almost the original Jane Austen language is almost a foreign language at this point yeah and it's just i mean if you don't like it then don't like it but i mean like it's a story and Mm -hmm. i love when people change things around like i mean i i think the first time i ever saw anything like that was when we were younger and romeo and juliet the movie with leonardo DiCaprio and claire danes um that was the first time i ever seen Anything like that where it's, you know, it's a story, but the artist changes it around. Baz, Baz Luhrmann, what an amazing director. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's done some great stuff. Um, which, by the way, I've wanted to watch the new Elvis movie, but I never, like, did you know that there was an Elvis movie out in theaters? Yes, we talked about it. Oh, I forgot. It's my brother that didn't. <laughs> There's a lot of people, actually, that I'm talking to that have no clue what I'm talking about. And I'm like, oh, my God, it looks so good. Well, I miss. Anyways, one day. So I'll have to tell you my Elvis issues off offline. Your what? My Elvis issues. I'll tell them to you offline. Ooh. Okay. Well, we should probably start talking about. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot that happened. No, but definitely so some stuff. It uh, shouldn't be <laughs> too much of an issue, but. Um, there's some good payback. Yes. Good payback. Yeah. And she, (laughs) she like goes and gets, she like basically, no, she doesn't really steal it, but she, uh, she borrows some drugs. Yeah. From another group. So I'm going to start off by saying the one thing that I did not like about the section, and I think it's the first part of magic that I'm not happy with is the fact that she went to someone and they did a write um, or um, a thing, a spell that could make videos disappear, like on people's cell phones. Um, I just thought that was really did that. Is that a thing? Yeah. Did she, I miss that? It was in the. It was right in the beginning. It was um, right when she goes to take care of the issue. Um, she goes to one of the, like, one of the houses, and that's the, like, conversation she had. Like, and it's right before she actually goes and then uses the drugs to, um, but yeah, they have this, uh, it's a perform, they do some kind of rite, um, where they, yeah, um, could get it deleted, which was so weird to me. Um I- you didn't totally missed 
Okay. I don't because she goes to them and asks for their phone. So hold and on. takes it off their phone. Yes, she does. Um, so and then she has to worry about who they send it to because she can't get in touch with them, like because she doesn't know who they all send it to. I'll find it. There's um, it is. I swear it happened, unless like I'm completely dreaming. But I mean, I know that it. I swear it happened. Yeah, there is um. Uh, okay, so I think it's here. Uh, okay, so she asked, what do you need? A way to call back something, a video. If it's gone viral, there's nothing we can do. I don't think it has, not yet, but it could tip any minute. How many people have seen it? I'm not sure. Right now, maybe a handful. That's a big ritual, Alex, and I'm not even sure it would work. Alex held his gaze. This is, like, in the very beginning of Chapter 15, like... Um, the only reason you're even up to functioning is because of the report I filed on Halloween. Um, but, and like, this wasn't sanctioned by the delegation one, like, they definitely did, like, I mean, they helped to get, I swear they did. Um. They talk about it, but they don't do it. Really? See, I thought, like, I felt like, I know she goes and gets some of it, like, she's got to go get it off of the computers um and she tries to like help with that um but well i will find out that'll be something that i figure out throughout the rest there's of this a episode. threshold for media it varies for music celebrity memes but if you pass it no ritual can call it back i guess we could try to reverse the full cup we use it to build momentum for projects what we did for yep. whatever's last september they remember something. How many people would you need it for? Three. So she's only. So what they're doing is only using this for those three people to take their phones because on 259, she asks for the phone, makes him unlock it. And then she manually takes it off. And then she goes to the next person and does the same thing. And then she talks about she can't do anything about whoever they sent it to. See, I... There's... Rodriguez had sent the video to two friends, and there was no way of knowing who who they'd passed it along to. Damn it. Alex could only hope that Mike had succeeded in gathering enough members in the manuscript they're reversing... The full cup would work. So they haven't yeah. done it. Right. But like she's convinced them that like, I mean, he's, he's going, like, I mean, he's, he's agreed to. So I feel but like. don't. But anyway, the fact that it exists is like your issue is that there's exactly. just, it's yes. too easy. It's just, that's. There's like an answer for everything. Like. Well, it's too connected to technology. Like, I mean, it's just for me, like, I mean, I don't think. That's my thing. I don't think magic has anything to do with technology. Like, I mean, I think technology, it's great. It's cool. It's its magic on its own. But I just don't see, like, it being magic for some reason. Like, that's just my thing. But, hey, I might have not, like... So when he, like, reluctantly agrees to, like, do this right, whether he does it or not, like, the fact that, like, it's, like, something they could possibly do. Because, I mean, they even mentioned how... um some they had helped someone's like 
song get on like the top like billboard chart some like and that's just like hmm to me that's just so weird i'm just like how's that magic like yeah i could see that i mean it's also the fact that like it it's just i think that's one of the issues i have with like magic and fantasy or whatever is that sometimes there's just too easy an answer Right. Because you cause it it's something that doesn't exist in real life. So you can like make it up as you go. Like I don't like the color blue. Well, luckily we have this spell that takes care of th- I mean, just there's sometimes yeah. where it's just too easy. So like that's I get that. And it shouldn't be. That's re- like I think magic should not like I mean, it shouldn't be that easy. You know, it can't be just like, yep, ding. Yeah. There's gotta be like there's an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> app for that, um, uh, but so she does for the three boys. Ooh, she makes them like do her bidding, basically. She but it's get, not Merity that she's using; it's something completely different. Star Star Power is the name of the drug. It's so weird. Um, but they get all like giddy and like, okay, whatever you say. Yeah, it's um it's different than Meredy and it's um one thing that's also disturbing is the fact that um when she does get some like there's a huge like vase yeah. of, like massive amount yeah. of it at like a frat house. How like, is that not like a date rape drug? Well, I think that's the yeah. I and, mean Meredy clearly is, but then st- well, I think star power actually probably is because star power, there's a difference between them. Star, like, isn't there's, I'm trying to think how, like, what is the difference between them? So, like, Meredy, we know you got the purple tongue. You also, it's just you, did you, it wasn't that you let your guard down, but you. Yeah, I mean, it's very similar. <laughs> like, it seems very, like. Yeah. Star but, power, I think, has something to do with, like, your actions where I feel like Meredy more is, like, one of the, like, would be considered, like, a hallucinogen almost. And I feel like star power would be more actually, like, I mean, you, it didn't, because I don't think anything happened until she said something. Like, it maybe it's, like, magic through the voice or. Gotcha. That's my interpretation. Uh, yeah. It works. I could see that. And it tasted horrible, supposedly. Yes, but it does. It does taste gross. Um, it, so it does lead us into a very serious topic, though. Yes, that I mean, but I'm glad Lee brings these topics out because these. This is true. This is this is real life. Um. So she she does get them to answer where they got the Meredy from. Because there was like a, we know Meredy only exists in a certain spot in the world. Right. And it's not anywhere near where they are. <laughs> right. And it's like a single supplier kind of thing. Um, so like where these boys got the Meredy is like, who the heck knows? So it, she did get them to say that some guy mm-hmm. in a greenhouse. Yes. <laughs> Like, didn't they use the word tree? Like, people that work with trees are, like, I mean, like... Forestry. Forestry. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy from forestry school. 
Um, and she asks uh, Lance and Tara, and they're like, yep, that's them. Wow. So there's our connection. Yeah. We're starting to get that connection. And then she literally, like, right after that is like, let's make a movie. Yep. Uh. <laughs> it is disgusting. Um, however, she does, like, I mean, it's just this is such a big topic because I think it's when she when she gets there, she actually finds out that it's a bigger issue, this Lance guy, of what he's been doing than what it didn't just happen to her roommate. But actually, he's got, well, this is an adult podcast, so I can say this word, but he's got what is, um, I guess, like a little section on his phone called the Pussy Vault. Yeah. And it is all his videos of raping girls. Yeah, which is disgusting very and brings up the whole like subject of one the hierarchy of the fact that men can like i mean just can get away with a lot with stuff they can like i mean like guys would cheer him on for that um yet them seeing a girl acting in the or being in those videos, it could ruin her. So, like, I mean, it's just I've always found that one. It's just it's horrible. I just hate the fact that I mean, like, men are rooted, like, are almost like applauded for going and doing things like that. Yet a girl is completely shamed and could like, and it's disgusting. It's a double standard. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, such a huge gender inequality, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's so much harder to ruin a man's reputation than it is to ruin a woman's. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry, I said that backwards. It's so much harder to ruin a woman's reputation than it is to ruin a man's. Did I say that right? No. Did I say it right the first time? So much harder to ruin, so much harder to ruin a woman's reputation. No. It's not? No? No, it's more difficult to ruin a ma- a man's reputation. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm trying to say it. You got it. I out. got it. Thank I'm, you. I knew what you were saying. Gunness. <laughs> and um, so on top of a very serious topic that I think also I'm gladly put it in here because, I mean, this is this novel is all about, I mean, Yale itself, I think, is a character. Like, college itself is a character in this novel. And this is a, that's a huge, unfortunately, that's a huge thing. Like, it's a huge factor Mm -hmm. um, of college life. And I just think that's so scary. And I just think it's, it's horrifying because, I mean, you know, like, you just get out of high school. You're ready to, like, go and be on your own and have fun. And you are. But it's just also the opportunity where all these people, like, ugh. And where money can get involved, you know, I mean, all the, like, rich guys are in frats and can just take, like, they just have more opportunities and can take advantage. It's just, yeah. I just, it's very real. And, I mean, this is definitely Lee Bardugo's adult novel mm-hmm. compared to our Grishaverse. But real issues. So I'm glad we're discussing them on here. So I find it funny that... It jumps to them like, let's go oh. hang out. 
And everybody's phones are kind of like buzzing. Yes. <laughs> and you hear somebody like, oh my gosh, gross. It's it's just like uh, like those shows where you see everybody like, oh my God, what is this? Uh. Reminds me of Mean Girls somehow. Yeah. Like just some kind of, everybody's looking at their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it's um something that I can't really talk about because it wants it makes me want to vomit. Yes, it is. Um, I'm happy it happened, but um, wow. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so it's a video of Blake, who was the guy that had the video of Mercy. No, yeah. not Mercy. Is it Mercy? I think that's it. Is name. Mercy? Yeah. Yes, it's Mercy. And I think I kept calling him Lance. I think I'm getting all the characters confused except for our main ones. But anyways. <laughs> so Blake is the is the guy that had the video of The Vault. Yeah. Uh, yes. So the video the when she said let's make a movie, mm-hmm. this is what's leaking everywhere. Um it's it says <laughs> as they watched, Blake Keeley dipped his cupped hand into the clogged toilet. Scooped up a handful of shit and took a big bite. With a, like... He chewed and swallowed, still giggling, (coughs) and then Brown smearing his even white teeth and caking his lips. Blake looked at whoever was holding the camera and gave his famous lazy shit-eating smile. Great line, though. (laughs) That last line is really funny. Um, but, um, so this is going everywhere. Everybody can see it. So she's got her own little revenge there. And that's the end of that chapter. That's, um, that shit eating grin. Uh, do two wrongs make a right? Eh. It feels good, I guess, to get that revenge. But, well, in this sense, I'm going to say yeah, <laughs> because I mean, he raped a lot of girls and he, um, and he's just, he's one of those guys that probably has never had a single, he's a bully, he's never had an issue in his life, um, he probably doesn't even have to study, he just graduates and he's already got everything set up. So, you know what? Yes, you deserve that because you do not get to treat women that way and just, and then destroy their lives. So, yeah, I know, I'm a little angsty right now so yeah (laughs) but you're angsty but yeah that was the poop tape um yeah (laughs) it's also kind of like um the help oh yeah yeah but that was done and that was kind of disgusting but also in a different way that didn't make you want to like it was still like a revenge and it still was like poop on her teeth like oh but this the way she just she described it but so, going back to magic, in the next chapter, we go straight into Alex going and trying to find... Did I skip something? No. Okay. Alex going to find Tara's house. And I think this part of magic is really interesting and neat, where she's got... It's a magic mirror. And you know me, I love, like, my God, sleep like Snow White. Yeah. So, I'm just like, this magic mirror. However, it's a compact, I think. Yes, it's a compact. But I do think it's cute how she um, uses it and that it just, she 
I guess someone looks in the magic mirror and then it like steals their image and then she can show that in front of someone else's face and then they magically think that she's that person. <laughs> she's a little wonky on magic because you I gotta mean- kind of just let it happen, right? <laughs> it is. Um, however, she um, she's on that mission to find something of Tara's. Yeah, and this—it's <laughs> a weird. This object. Is, so, I wonder if you're going to think of this. Like, I thought it, yes, it's weird. It's a retainer. Yeah. And then we have to remember the instructions were to put it in a body of water. Uh-huh. I'm thinking she's going to go to a river or a lake or something. Right. But no, she clogs the sink. It reminds me of the wet bandits from Home Alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because they... That's how they like. That was their calling sign. They uh, would clock. Yes. Uh huh. I couldn't get that out of my head. I feel you there. Yeah. But it was very strange. Her filling up a sink. It's. It was very. I think the reason why it was funny is because it's like it's just unceremonial. Right. It's not like this beautiful like scene of like. But it's also a freaking retainer. <laughs> it's a. Ret- it is. It's saliva. Is it? The, 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 can you imagine the hand just comes out? Just yeah. So interesting. So, but you know what? Lee has always said that, and she said this when we interviewed her, she thought Ninth House was funny and hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe we're finally starting to see, like, I mean. Yeah. So, however, the end of the scene is very weird and definitely leaves us in a cliffhanger moment. Um, she gets attacked by this huge guy that... We don't know who he is, um, and we think it's a a guy, and then we actually find out that he teleports, kind of. So, I mean, he's – and he – what's the question? He asked where Tara is, or is Tara who hurt? Who are you who hurt Tara? Right. And he gets mad at her response, which is her boyfriend did, mm-hmm. and then, like, that's it. Yeah. Weird. It is weird. I know. It's just a really weird place to end. I what mean, it's I think is funny when they're talking about the retainer and she's <laughs> like, and North is like, what the heck are you even doing? And the line is like, do you even know what this is? Do you know you're looking at the miracle of modern orthodonture? <laughs> Didn't think so. It is kind of funny. Orthodontry. <laughs> that was where I went wrong. I got the braces. And the whole thing. But then when I got my retainer, I just couldn't keep wearing it. I think that's where everybody goes wrong. I never had to do any of that, so I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. You've had – your teeth are just – have always been that way. Wow. (laughs) That is amazing. Um, What's interesting is me and my mom actually – we had identical teeth. Um, I got braces. But if you look at her – like her like her teeth, they're exactly in the same shape in everything places where mine were. DNA is weird. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that was really that was interesting. That was definitely a It was short and not like no ever except for the very end with like the new big guy. It wasn't anything like massive. Except I mean I guess we did find out that Tara and What's her name? Or had the Meredy. Right. We're finding out there's more connections to stuff that we already knew. So, well, we'll find out more. So, um, surprise, guys. We actually have some 
something special for you. <laughs> because we have... Premature news! It's been so long since we've done it. <laughs> Forgot what to say. I mean, it's just that special time for Grishcast news. But don't worry because... I don't think I was going to even say oh, it. So Premature news. However, we wish that our Grecian in the field could deliver this, but... Grecian in the field got their uniform, so oh, yeah. go check it. It's cute. Oh, Grecian in the field is going to be is sending me an image specifically that we can post, so I can't wait. Um, however, we actually have some... Lee posted um, this on Instagram... Kaz and his crew are scheming their way to New York City. Shadow and Bone, Trifecta, Freddie Carter, Amita Suman, Kit Young, um, and Kit Young join author and Netflix series executive producer Lee Bardugo at New York City Comic Con this year. Woo woo! And you get to meet Lee. Um, this is live so i mean lee will be there october 7th through 8th and the crows will be there the 7th through 9th for panels photo ops and autographs and i'm just gonna say they have some official merch that looks pretty cool Mm -hmm. so they've got um so the website that it says it's on is thehall.com and there is one side of it shows the online exclusives, and they've got a visit Ketterdam shirt, which is def- definitely just like I'm our when we did our commercial. Sounds like one of the things we should have. <laughs> they've got a second army sweater, I believe. And then what does this say? This is um, it looks like text messages between Kaz, Inej, and Jesper, but it's really hard to read. Think Kit. What's the easiest way to a man's wallet? Oh, okay. What's the easiest way to a man's wallet? Inej, knife to the throat. Jesper, gun to the back. And then poison in his cup is... Does that, is that Nina? Anyways. Um, and then Matthias says, you're all horrible. <laughs> Cute. Um, I'm not going to sit here and describe all these things, but they look really cool. <laughs> So you should go to it because, I mean, I definitely have to purchase some of these. Ooh, they've got jewelry. they got some jewelry. Some jewelry. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Yes. So if you're in the New York area, go check that out because I would love to be there. But anyways, um, that is our Grishcast news. Um, we do have a shout out. I would like to shout out to a listener on Instagram. They shot us a message actually a while ago in July, and I feel bad. I'm sorry that I didn't get to this till now. Um, so their name is read underscore reread underscore an underscore craft. And I'm just going to read their message because I think it's really nice. Hi, I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate your podcast. I first read the Grishaverse books in like 2019 through 2021. This spring, I found your podcast and decided to reread the books and follow your podcast. Now I am about to finish King of Scars, and it is so great to rediscover these fabulous books. So much you didn't get the first time around makes so much more sense now the second time around. 
Thank you. I just, I love that people are finding just the Grishaverse in general mm-hmm. now. It's just like, that still is just incredible to me. So thank you. I'm so glad you enjoy. Keep it up. I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah. So, and you'll hear this when you get to Ninth House. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome. Exactly. So we, that is it. We will be covering the next three chapters next week. So that's going to be 18, 19, and 20. So we love you all. Have a good week. Long live the Grishaverse. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, and Brenda.